Hello and welcome to Media MD, the podcast where each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And we're in the middle of our One Punch Man watch. So uh, right. in the weeks between the two episodes, we're going to bring you another special you may also enjoy. So this week we're talking about a TV show that you may also enjoy if you liked... And look, it's it's kind of vague because we've done a number of different science fiction TV uh, shows. It's definitely, I, I think it links the most to Stargate, is what Stargate. I'd say. It's it's uh, by the same people, well, largely. Yep. Um, so the TV show we're talking about is a, a science fiction TV show called Dark Matter. Yep. And this is, this is a bit of a memorial episode because, uh, I mean, I, I've been a fan of the show for a few years now, but it just got cancelled and uh, there's been a big sort of fan push to try and get someone else to pick it up. But uh, the executive producer just posted on his blog today that that's not happening. So as far as Dark Matter, the TV show goes, it's over, uh, which is a bit sad. Yeah. So do you want to tell the story about the, uh, the, <laughs> the infamous tweet? Well, yeah, so there's been a big fan campaign to sort of try to get it brought back to life. And uh, Sci-Fi last week posted a tweet saying, uh, you know, asking people which fan base they were most loyal to out of all the sci-fi shows. And uh, I think, you know, they had a couple of thousand responses and it was like 99% were people saying that it was dark matter. Um, But now they cancelled it and took a very negative turn, which I'm sure the sci-fi people were thrilled about. (laughs) I mean, you you feel like people should learn the lesson about these things by now but i guess not yeah who keeps giving these social media people jobs (laughs) it's just because as someone who has to manage a couple of social media feeds for work it's the most fucking mind-numbing thing i swear (laughs) (laughs) so whoever you can get to do it doesn't matter if it's good or bad (laughs) um anyway we've been talking about the show's cancellation for a while maybe we should actually talk about what the show is um sure so you just watched a few episodes, right? So yeah. Um, so so you've seen there are three seasons. There are three seasons, right? Yeah. And you've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen all of this show, but you know, in ep prep for this episode, I uh, watched a couple. I watched the first two episodes, which is like a two-parter, you know, pilot thing. Yeah. And then I watched a standalone episode from season three, which was season three, episode nine, and it's called something something paradox. It's about tra- they. They travel back in time to the year 2017. It's your, you know, it's your uh, future characters stuck in the present or our present. Yeah, it's a comic relief episode. Um, the Yeah, where there's just shenanigans because they're all used to space and they can't deal with life Yeah, in boring old 2017. There's a lot of jokes like uh, one of the characters who's an android dancing to different contemporary songs there's uh there's a lot of these kinds of jokes there's a there's a reddit reference which i was uh which i was pleased to see <laughs> yeah well the um the executive producer is a big redditor and he's he's a big feature of the uh dark matter subreddit mm. uh as well so um i mean i think he just took the opportunity where he saw it to plug it to be yeah. like oh i'm gonna post this on the dark matter subreddit they don't go that into <laughs> it but uh, I think the line is, wow, this is going to get like one or two million upvotes on Reddit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. One of the kids takes a video of, of the spaceship or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about what the show is actually about. Um, so the, the basic premise of the show is there are six characters and they wake up from like cryostasis on a spaceship. Uh, and something's gone wrong because they, none of them have any memory of who they are or who the other ones are. Yeah. So they wake up. 
uh, and that's you know that's basically it. Over the first two episodes, they kind of find out a little bit about who they are, but there's a lot of mysteries still left unresolved. And that was even that was even still going at the end of season three. Like, oh really? You know, because obviously it turns out all of them have fairly interesting backstories. Which you know, it's kind of like on one hand it's a bit unbelievable, but then on the other hand it's like, well, it wouldn't be an interesting show if it yeah. just turned out that they are all six like merchants, six randos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's always, there's, there's sort of more twists and turns that come up from their, from their backstories as the show goes. And they were even hinting at a few more, uh, in the final episode mm, that will never get resolved. Uh, well, I think, yeah, they're talking about going on as a comic book, uh, or something like that, which, <laughs> oh my God. Interesting. The show actually started as a, as a comic book or comic series. Oh, really? Yeah. So after Stargate got canceled, um, the two, two of these writers, Joseph Morsey and Paul Mully. Uh, so they did a lot of Stargate stuff. Uh, I think they joined the show in about season four and were really influential in the show, mm. uh, and all its spinoffs after that. And then, um, once all of Stargate sort of wrapped up, they started doing this comic book and then they got that picked up as a show. And so they ditched the comic and switched to the show. And now I guess they're switching back. um to finish finish it all off off. yeah okay um so why don't you talk about what you like about this show and then i'll talk about my first impressions of it sure um i mean so i guess for me this is the closest show at the moment to recapturing what i really liked about sci-fi tv in the early 2000s which is like when Stargate was at its prime and, and you also had other shows like Farscape and um, even even sorts of shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, just sort of a bit more fun. Mm. And so that was that was really why I pushed you to watch more than the pilot because I think this, this show started off for me a bit rocky trying to decide whether it was going to be more fun or more edgy, mm. I guess is the word I'd use. Um, and later on it sort of found a better balance uh, and featured a bit more fun. But that's sort of what I like is it's sort of the closest you get to fun sci-fi on TV at the moment, I'd say. Mm. But yeah, and, and the characters as well. Um, again, that's another thing. I think the show started off with them all being quite sort of uh, one-dimensional. Like when they first sort of wake up, they all have one or two traits about them <laughs> that have survived the memory wipe. Yeah, they have one or two special skills that they are. That they yeah. kind of intuitively remember. It's, it's great. Yeah, so there's there's like a... Yeah, one's a ninja, one's a, a dickhead, one's a hacker, and, and, and that's sort of how they start off. But... Yeah, one of them's special skill is that he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. And, and that, um, that, that really sort of goes away towards the end of the first season. Um, they, they, just because it's a very character centric show a lot of the time. Mm. And so, you know, especially by season three, they're all, it's a, it's a group of sort of quite, um, good characters, I guess it's just the term I'd use there. They're all quite well built and have a bit of depth, but, um, you know, it starts out obviously, uh, because they've had their memories wiped. There's not much to them at the start. Um, yeah, it's interesting to me because it, it is such a character-driven show and, and the difference in the characters between the first two episodes and the, you know, season three, episode nine, the later episode that I watched, there was a big difference. They, like... <laughs> yeah. I think the, the biggest thing to me when I started watching the show was how one note a lot of the characters were. Uh, like you mentioned, there's a ninja character and this was hilarious to me because... They're waking up and they're all kind of exploring the ship and starting to piece together who they are. And this, uh, the Asian male character whose character's name is Four, because they're just named one, two, three, four, five, six, based on the order they woke up. 
four kind of is walking down a hallway with one of the other ones. I think it's three or whoever. I don't care. And he like stops for a second. He's like, oh, let's go this way. And they go that way and they walk into a room with all these like swords and knives and four just yep. walks up and I'm like, oh my God, is the Asian guy going to be like a ninja master? And he is. It's so great. It's so funny. Um, yeah. A lot of the characters fit into these archetypes. Like you mentioned the hacker who is this kind of genius character. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It, and, but the thing about that is four throughout the first two episodes is like so one note but then when i was watching the season three episode he just like had a character and was doing things and it was like oh okay so they do actually i think it was a good idea for you to get me to watch some of these later but one of these later episodes just to see that the show doesn't stay as as one note as it is in the first episode especially yeah i think i i definitely feel i i've never gone back and rewatched anything so i I haven't seen the first season for two years now Mm. But I do remember thinking, as I was watching season one, it felt... I, I mean, yeah, it, it did feel a bit, I guess, unoriginal is mm. probably the best word for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of live messaging you as I was watching the first two episodes. And I think yeah. the comparison... Yeah, so the comparison that I would really make is, between the first two episodes at least, for the show, is Firefly. Um to the extent yeah. that almost all of the characters can track one-to-one with characters from Firefly. So we have one who's essentially a, a you know, rip-off version of Mal. We have two who is the captain who is this badass female and she's essentially a, a rip-off of Zoe. We have number three in Dark Matters who is this kind of aggressive and manly warrior type who is almost a one-to-one. He's the closest copy, I would say, in the first two episodes of Jane from Firefly. Yeah. And then the lines start to blur a little bit. We have characters who are who are pretty similar. We have a young 15-year-old mechanic who is a lot like Kaylee, crossed with a little bit of... Um, of of river tam and and it, it's very yeah. weird it, it just feels like firefly but a lot of the characters have lost their memory <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think i think that's fair i think yeah going back to the first season what really kept me going is i i enjoyed that premise of finding out more about their backstory yeah yeah but aside aside from that i feel like the show got off to a bit of a, a shaky start but it definitely by season two i was genuinely just hooked because it was mm. good now that's interesting if that makes sense so yeah so i think it's a it's a slow start and it reminds me a bit and obviously this goes back to the stargate thing stargate universe i have very similar opinions about um so that was the last sort of stargate show the last time and um it it started off pretty poorly in my opinion Mm. and then got really good in the second season but got cancelled after that because it kind of had low viewership and um i think that kind of made sense because i i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people sort of dropped out early on in season one because i don't think that was very good yeah it's hard to come back from a weak start it is dark matter's cancelled now agents of shield has always struggled from its you know first season um yeah yeah with shows like this, <laughs> if it's a kind of monster of the week format, it, it's rough coming back from a week first season. Definitely. Um, yeah, I would say definitely that I, I wanted to keep watching Dark Matter at the start of the first season. And that was exclusively because of the mystery of who are they and like what's happening with their backstory and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, when I jumped to season three, there was, um, it was, it was clearly 
an entirely different plot. There were a bunch of different things happening. Yeah, definitely more so than Stargate. Dark Matter pushes both the characters and the plot forward a lot more. It does a lot less of these Monster of the Week style episodes where Stargate would sort of, you know, over and over again, especially in SG-1 or, or even Atlantis, mm. at the end of the season, things would often be pretty similar to, to where they yeah. were at the start with maybe one or two changes. It's definitely not the case with Dark Matter. They... um. Things were constantly evolving and changing, uh, and I liked that. Yeah, that's good, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think Dark Matter, well, it's hard for me to judge the merit of its season-long arcs because I don't. Yeah. I haven't experienced any of them, really, but I think it's in a difficult position, especially f- for me, just having watched and still watching The Expanse puts Dark Matter <laughs> in a pretty rough position story-wise. Yeah, and I think my my biggest and yeah, my biggest issue with Dark Matter would sort of be I feel like it's tried to both be an edgy sort of darker science fiction show, you know, in this sort of post-Battlestar Galactica sci-fi network, and it's tried to have a bit of the light-heartedness of um, Stargate and, and Farscape and those pre-ones, and it has sort of it has struggled over the years to sort of balance those two things. It's hard to be both mm-hmm. light-hearted and fun, but also serious and um you know dark and and it's done a pretty good job most of the time but there have been misses whereas yeah you're at something like the expanse which just sort of is more on that darker um hard sci-fi end and it just nails Mm. that um it's it is very hard to go from that to dark matter which is sort of trying to balance both and and struggles from time to time yeah so so talking about dark matter in general i think I don't have that many criticisms. I mean, I I enjoyed the first two episodes, even though part of that enjoyment was just because I was messaging you the whole way through it, Elliot, being like, oh, this thing's stupid, or this part's yeah. great, or this bit's stupid. No, and I mean, I, I, I definitely enjoy it. I enjoy it in the same way. Like, there's there, there's definitely moments where it's just kind of silly, and it... Yeah, and, exactly. And, and that's fun. Good. Yeah, that's fun. You know. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, although I do have one actual complaint about the show, which is... God, the score in this show is so bad. <laughs> like the music selections that they do for different scenes is atrocious. I I don't remember noticing that. Um, okay, so there's a. It, it reminds me of when we were talking about the one hundred. I, I said something similar. There's this in this episode, the season three episode that I watched when they go back into the present day. They do this thing that I'm not sure if they do it that often, but they definitely did it in this episode where they kind of have this um, end-of-episode stinger that plays out over music, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, summing up, kind of giving a couple of short vignette images that kind of sum up the themes and the characters from the episode, yeah. right? And it, it's played over this, like... Uh, it's not pop, but it's, like, it's middle ground between pop and rock, I would say. And it's so... <laughs> it's so, like, groan-inducing. It feels like a, uh, a young adult kind of thing. And it just frustrates me. It was the same way in The 100 when they would do this in the first season. It just frustrates me so much. <laughs> it's just like they're, they're trying to play this music to make you have an emotional reaction to this thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's something a lot of TV shows do. Um, yeah, but it's so overt in this yeah. show. It's so overt and, do- it's, and so ineffective that it just makes me groan. And it's not... I don't know. I mean, I can laugh about it, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did quite like this show. I, I think, I mean, I'll probably keep watching it. It's not like at the top of my watch list because I am still making my way through The Expanse and I have, 
you know, Harmon Quest season two to catch up on a lot of good. <laughs> there's a, a lot of good shit out there at the moment, obviously. Um, but I, I would definitely say that this is a show that if you enjoyed, you know, Stargate or Firefly or The Expanse or any of the <laughs> <laughs> numerous <laughs> science fiction TV shows that we've covered on this podcast, um, then it's definitely worth checking out. I, I think it's this definitely fits into the vein of You May Also Enjoy, which is a show where uh, I like. I, I personally probably wouldn't recommend it off the bat. I would have other things that I recommend first. But if someone's like, oh, I really like this thing, what else can you tell me that's like this? Dark Matter is probably that. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Like, I would still find myself recommending Stargate over this, but then if somebody was telling me that they've done Stargate and they're looking for, for something else, this would probably be mm. one of the shows that I'd, I'd tell them to drop by. <laughs> if they've done Stargate and Stargate Atlantis and Stargate Universe, <laughs> then maybe you can tell them about Dark <laughs> oh, And then also they're allowed to be my friend. Yeah, of course. Of course, that's the prerequisite. On the Elliot's Friendship application form, it's like, which Stargate series have you watched? And it's just SG-1, <laughs> SGU, SGA, and there's no other options. There's no none of well, the Well, none of the others provide meaningful data. Although, have we talked about the new Stargate show yet on the podcast? No, probably not, because it was announced, that was all announced a little after our um, annual review. Yeah, I guess that that's worth bringing up in this. Um, I mean, Stargate is back and i mean i did i did actually briefly mention this on reddit and kind of got downvoted for it um but i did i did bring up the fact that even though dark matter's now gone the silver lining could be that as stargate's coming back maybe joseph morsey will now have the time to be involved in that resurgence um Mm. but i i that didn't go over well with the rest of the dark matter fans um (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, which is fair enough um but yeah um stargate sort of come back and so they're it's back in air quotes. yeah they're they're testing the water so they've you know they've got like a streaming service with more special features and all the episodes and stuff which um i've mm. joined up but they're also producing a about a movie length uh mini series um covering an odd choice of a prequel about the lady who discovered the stargate yes. it was it was a bit of an odd about that <laughs> yeah about the lady who's Mostly in the movie, and then is in like one or two episodes of SG One. <laughs> yeah, um, I get the feeling it was a it was an it was a choice due to budgetary constraints. I mean, MGM's clearly put some money into this this new Stargate uh, reboot mm. sort of thing, franchise reboot, but um, they're not putting in too much. And so, a prequel series that will pr- be presumably almost entirely based on Earth, um, entirely set on Earth, yeah, which is a weird. Choice. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense for um. For a while, it's called choice. Stargate. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, Stargate soon. <laughs> Stargate <laughs> coming soon to a, a military base near you. Uh, but yeah, I think they've they've pretty much said that if this does well, um, then they'll mm. look at sort of forking out a bit more to do something better. So uh, I mean, I know that I'm not the only one who's really going to support this new origin story, even though I'm not particularly excited for the actual story they're doing just because i want yeah. to support you're gonna stream it 10 times oh yeah i'll just i'll just have it going on repeat <laughs> yep loop it um yeah so we got off a bit of a on a of a different tangent unrelated to dark matter <laughs> but maybe we should kind of sum it up um yeah like i like dark matter and i know you like dark matter yep. Elliot, and it's pretty good yeah look it's pretty good it's a pretty good show it starts off a bit um average in my opinion but it definitely does pick up if you stick by it and you know, if you like, if you like particularly shows like Stargate or that sort of thing, it'll definitely mm. push the right buttons for you um, once it picks you up. You know, I actually, 
I actually feel like I liked the first two episodes more. Not because they were better, because they I reckon they were of lower quality, but just kind of I had more fun with them, you know? Like, they were like... They were stupid. And I like stupid science fiction that just kind of does its thing, and it's like... This bit's a bit stupid, you know? Like, there was a point where they hinted at these race of, like, lizard... Like, super tall lizard aliens that don't exist. You find out that they're not real, but... I was like, oh, fuck yes, I'm so down for this stupid, like, pretty shitty CGI alien lizard thing to come in. I was like... Yeah. Or, no, because it wouldn't even be CGI. It would be some dude in a giant plastic lizard mask. (laughs) Be like a little lizard action figurine that they use, kind of trick photography to make it look bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. And with the later episode, it it was... better but it was also trying to be a bit sillier and so that kind of killed the vibe it was a bit of a birdemic too to me but i still liked it i I still probably watch it um yeah anyway if you want to check out dark matter and let us know your thoughts there is a discussion thread up on our subreddit right now and you can check the link for that in the show notes um alternatively we're in the middle of our one punch man watch so if you want to let us know what you're thinking of one punch man again link to that discussion thread is in the show notes um otherwise we'll see you in a week when we talk about elliot what you thought of one punch man yep all right we'll catch you then